0: Hope you're all doing well and enjoying whatever it is that you do on Christmas Eve Day. We're doing this. First of all, thank you for all the help you've given us over the year for me personally as a teacher and for this community to support us to keep things moving along. Please continue to help us if you can. So, again, today I am going to do uh, what I've kind of named Mountains and Rivers, which means. You ask questions, and I try to respond in a helpful way. If you have no questions, then I guess we'll do something else. Or maybe I'll ask a question of you. Is there a question about meditation practice, about the Dharma, about awareness?
1: When you're bowing,
0: Can you hear me? You can. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Onyo.
1: You often recite or tell us about um, on um, the 16th Karmapa's deathbed, he told the Vajra Regent, nothing happens. Yes. How, what, how are we to understand that teaching, Bowing?
0: My understanding of that teaching, which I contemplated for a long time since I first heard it, is that. It was a direct pointing. He was getting ready to pass on, so it was a, a direct pointing at the at the nature of what this is for all of us. Nothing happens, and so he was pointing at that what appears to be happening is an illusion, and nothing actually occurs. This occurs relatively. This goes up relatively, comes down. You can throw it away. You can make a new one. Uh, the world is full needless to say, of lots of tiny little items everywhere, starting with the glomeruli on your kidneys, yeah, little tiny specks of everything. Sands of the Ganges is, is classically referred to sometimes. Lots, but this is all unreal. So His Holiness, speaking to the Vajra Regent, Ursul Tenzin was saying, nothing, nothing happens. Now, so as I recall uh, being told the story, the Vajra Regent was weeping when he was told that by His Holiness, Rangjung Rigpe the 16th Karmapa, different ways of talking about it, but one of the ways is talk, uh, to talk about it is that what appears as an illusion it gets its energy to be that singularity, that kotsu, this computer, these two people—they uh, are—they had no separate identity. They are dependent on everything else for their apparent. Uh, singularity or appearance and that none of that lasts lasts it shows up and goes away so it has a kind of uh, reality that is uh, that will push back if you push on it that will run away if you try to grasp it and that will sneak around the corner if you try to ignore it and sneak up behind you to say it many different ways but it's fundamentally unreal and you you can't know this with the intellect you can't by conjecture or something, come up with some kind of idea around that, although it is approached that way. If you look at uh, the 30 verses of Asabandu and lots of other teachings that are pointing to the unreality of uh, the relative appearance, the illusion of uh, the world that we are deluded by. So uh, the only way to talk about what makes it unreal is to use more of the unreality, in other words, relative truth to keep pointing at it different ways. But if you see what this is, then you will know it. And you'll, you won't have a doubt about it. There will, there will be no one left to doubt. The singularity that is a big issue is belief that there's a separate being from everything else. We, we think that we are somebody that's threatened. We think we are somebody that's better than others, that can, can think better, be more clear, is better looking, has more money, which is relatively true. More about it if you have it. Let's go there.
2: Andy Bowing, so is what makes something illusory the fact or just just that it moves or changes?
0: All of that. That's, that would be a way of approaching it. It's impermanent. Goes up and goes away or, or looks this way and then it looks that way. And the the way we the way the self-centered mind, uh, that identity that is unreal, co- that part of consciousness that is that identifies with the body, that's why uh, Dogen in the 13th century and other teachers too have said in different ways, drop off body and mind. So and it doesn't mean get rid of the body, get rid of the mind, but see that those are unreal, and uh, look at observe the attachment to the body as being something, somebody look at the thoughts and ideas as being uh, that, that they, they belong to somebody. They do not. And I could lecture you and say your thoughts are not your own. You don't own anything. You don't have anything. Who you are is uh, consciousness only, fundamentally consciousness only, which has no positions, yet doesn't miss a single position anywhere. Sees all of the alternations coming and going, coming and going, and knows this is unreal.
2: More. And you're going, where does the belief in the self, solid self, self, come from? Fear. There's
0: a fear of too much room, too much space, because there's a singularity of identity in consciousness that is curled up into a, just a way of talking about it, into a, a structure that is identified with the body, the nerve endings. That is somebody, someone. We have a name, we have a culture, we have everything we're told, all of our. Things that our parents told us are that set up structures in, in our society and culture that right and wrong should be and shouldn't be all, and all of the crazy politics that go on. And so we buy into this, we clamp down on this, we fixate on that out of fear. And that fear is out of being nobody, out of being any number of things, worthless or out of being threatened, out any kind of otherness that shows up in that area. We want to cover that up. And if we hear the we, if we hear the truth from a teacher then that teacher uh, is saying uh, to you you're, you're not separate from anything and you can't be threatened who you are can't be threatened so the identity would instead of being all identified with these nerve endings you don't ignore them either but as far as being identified that this is me and my feelings and I've been hurt by this person or abandoned by this person and all of these stories that can come up. With, we come up with that we think are so real we see through that and this doesn't mean that you stop feeling so that's what the ego would look for well if i was uh, transcending this world or if i was seeing the true reality of non-duality then I i would see through it and i wouldn't have any emotions or feelings no you might have more of them you might have everybody's feelings everybody meet you feel that all the way down And the only way you could possibly do that without it completely crushing you is there isn't anyone. It's like you start to fall and you fall and you never hit bottom. There is no bottom. That's the the fear the ego has of being locked in or trapped or controlled or brought to his or her demise.
2: Andy, so the fear itself or the fear generates the sense of self.
0: I'm not sure if you can be that direct about it but if that's that's the dance that happens there that is based on hope and fear. I want something better this is something worse you're getting something it's getting better it's going away. That's why I say if you hear me if you listen to me don't try to fix yourself don't correct anything see what it is because if you try to fix it or correct it you may have some success. And it's not that you shouldn't have something. If you need that, then you should do that. But eventually, if you're on the spiritual path, eventually you have to see through that, not let it go. You let it go, you let something go. You re this, then you reify the one who has let something go. And that which you've gotten over, finally you've overcome your issues. This is the first noble truth. First noble truth, life is suffering. That may back off, it may change, it may turn on its side but it probably is not going to go away. It will still be an illusion.
2: More. Andy, Bowing, it, is the is the suffering fear?
0: Well, it's certainly tied up with that. What do you want to know about that? I don't know what I want to know. See, that's what I'm saying. You're going into those structures, and, and, and so I could go there with you, but then we end up kind of conversing back and forth about, about that their suffering is, <clears throat> it's an interesting area uh, because, excuse me, interesting area because the ego, if as long as the ego can claim the suffering and say that the, I'm angry, or I'm, I'm having anxiety or I'm, I'm jealous, or I'm feeling, uh, disrespected or or I'm abused or anything. It's not that that relatively isn't happening. It is and that's what we want to buy into and that's where we want to go in and fix it and change it because it's relative. We can get a hold of that. At least we know, at least I know what it is. At least I know who caused it. Why? So at least, at least, at least excuse me, where there's a spiritual path, looks at it and sees that as a complete uh, fabrication. It is unreal. So if we go to is uh, the Concept of the suffering or the concept of the fear, you, you can change that around different ways to give the illusion or the feeling that you have a deeper understanding of it. Relatively, but what I'm saying you should do is just look at it. Whatever shows up, it's just like food. It's it's just like life is serving you. Know, let's just use the sense of eating. Whatever shows up, eat it. Whatever shows up, receive it. Receive it. Receive it. So that you can see. So that the consciousness that is, uh, you could say. Attached to, trapped in, or um, temporarily stabilized in a self who's going somewhere, a being, a body, a mind, if that starts to come apart, as Dogen said when he translated, or not Dogen, but the um, Roshi said when he translated the Heart Sutra falling apart, falling apart, falling apart, nothing to do,
2: everything all at once. So just all of the polarities just. Came came apart. That's happening. That, that's happening to you when you're you're practicing. But and,
0: and so it's necessary to have someone to encourage you to keep going.
2: That's what I'm here to do. Yes.
3: Oh, so then, the emo- are the emotions and suffering that show up uh, unreal because they're. Of the identity attaching to them
0: makes them more like I'm the one who's upset. If you if you can just watch what shows up in dependent origination, whether it's a anger or a resentment or depression or anything, that we give names to and don't do anything with it. Don't claim it. Don't reject it. Don't ignore it. Passion, aggression, and ignorance. It's just that. It's very simple and it's very very difficult to deal with. Uh, in, in a way that uh, doesn't buy into some kind of relativity that wants proof, that wants a structure, that wants, it wants, it wants. Right back to the second noble truth, wanting something else. It's, it's never enough. If we have the explanation. It's never enough. Go
3: ahead. So then relatively emotions and suffering are real, but fundamentally nothing happens?
0: Fundamentally. That's the consciousness. The area in the consciousness that's that's there right now, there's nothing happening there unless you crank something up. There's not anything happening. This is what the practice of shikantaza is introducing you to is just a complete open dimension where nothing is occurring at all. <clears throat> takes a while. Go
3: ahead. So then the illusion is us getting caught up in uh, our attachments and whatever is showing up. Yes. But in consciousness itself, there is nothing that is showing up, or?
0: What is showing up is unreal.
3: Only illusion shows up in consciousness.
0: Yes. Reality can't show up in consciousness, because consciousness is reality, if you use relative terms. At the same time, and because because of the reality of non-dual or not-two, even what arises in consciousness is also consciousness. But We need to start someplace, so let's start with just watching what moves, so that you see, so that you see what the movement, you see the thoughts, the ideas, the emotions, the the anger, the irritation. You, if eventually you don't care how you feel, I'm not saying you don't care. Uh, I'm just saying that you're you're no longer trying to stop something from hurting. This doesn't mean you don't take aspirin. Not not going in that area. I'm, I'm saying we are saying, I'm endeavoring to say that whatever shows up in the in consciousness uh, is dependently arisen, so it has a right, this is just a way of, relative way of talking about it, to be there, because it is generated by untraceable sources, un, uncountable. You can't count them because they're not separate from each other. It just looks that way. More.
3: Wonderful. so when you say uh, on the deathbed, uh... He said, nothing happened. Is that because there was no attachment at that point
4: for him?
1: There was
0: no, yeah, no attachment.
1: Jen Baling,
4: I have a holiday topical question. Um, It feels like, it seems like my identity feels less solid around family. It gets intermingled. Yeah ways and i'm wondering um is that his family a particularly powerful relationship on the path uh, i think the place um, really right,
2: please
4: just the place to receive like to be most uh aware of receiving
0: yes um, very much so and the interesting thing about family because that's where, when we're born and we're growing up, that's where we start to get our first understanding of identity. And that's where we get trapped into getting our identity from what other people are thinking or doing or saying. Pretty conventional thing to raise children and so on. But sometimes the, that area gets really warped out of shape because of people's hope and fear and their desire to control themselves. And they can't control themselves, so they start controlling others. So they get some kind of security out of controlling, right up to including manipulating and abusing others, so that they don't have to look at their own crap. This happens in families. I'm not telling you anything you don't know if you have had a family and you probably have had something like that. So yes, coming back to your question, if you can just receive that when you're take it as an opportunity as much as you can, and you don't have to, oh, you don't have to, uh, uh, OD on the whole thing. Just take, but take whatever you can, and then excuse yourself and get away if it gets difficult. Rather than go to war or fight with anyone, you see what they're saying, Receive what their their comments, their criticisms of you, or their whatever may happen may not be that, but any kind of interaction. Just watch the forms that move, rather than add a story onto the form. The form that moves needs to be there. This right here needs to be there, and what, it doesn't have a, a special. Uh, dispensation. It's just that it's part of dependent origination, the same as all of the thoughts and emotions that come up around anything, at any time, in any place, in any what locale. What we do that makes it worse is we add on our comments. We add on our personality. That's my feeling. No, it's not. Look closely. Look closely. It's very, very difficult to do. This is why it take, can take a whole lifetime of practice to understand that that you are, as it says in the Sadhana of Mahamudra, you are not your own projections. You have to see it. If you don't see it, then you'll probably torture yourself and torture others without even really realizing you're doing it just feel justified, validated, vindicated by everything you do because you've got a story behind it. And the story is just about as true as, uh, as any murder mystery. why we are entertained by things like that, because we read it or we know it and we watch a movie and we know it's not true. It's invented, it's make-believe. So that becomes entertainment. But when it's in our own mind stream, that's also not true. Go ahead, Jen.
4: Jen Belling. Uh So I, I have the sense that these family relationships and my maybe receiving of them is a more po- potent like the most potent relationship, maybe in in terms of um, the breakdown of of the identity. Is that true?
0: If if you can if you can handle it, yes. Is, uh, yes. Go ahead, please. Go ahead.
4: I'm following up, I am having the feeling like I should actually push myself harder to mm-hmm. spend more time and not leave. No, no,
0: no, no. Don't go that Correct. far. That was very. Please just keep it situational. The only thing that I want you to exert as your teacher, the only thing I want you to do exert yourself at, put put push on it, is get to that wall and actually get to the sangha. In other words, the book study, which we've set up. And there are enough of them you should be able to find one or two where you actually are interacting with people that you don't like. Have you noticed? Maybe not. But, I mean, I'm not saying you dislike everybody, but if you if you discuss this kind of material with people that you just totally agree with, like some kind of a political party or cult or something like that, that's different. We don't do that here. If you haven't entered into a book study, uh, then you might want to try that. I know you have, I'm just saying people in general, and then get to the wall. But as far as making things worse on yourselves, going out and uh, you know, whipping yourself or something so that you can experience pain, that's a, the Buddha went through some of that himself. So we don't have to do that. You can just watch what moves, and see eventually that it is un- it is both real and unreal. It's real because it's there. It's unreal because it's because it doesn't last and because That's it has no no substance to it. Go ahead, please.
4: Jennifer, I think one thing I've been realizing on this go round with family is the amount of projection I have about what's going to be. And usually, and then when I get there, I'm like, wait, I love these people. This is great, it, you know, in a lot of ways. So in that sense myself to kind of defy my predictions
0: um okay definitely. i would I, I would concur there and yes if it's, but don't take it as some kind of a discipline where you need to go in and work with your family or or uh receive uh uh, uh difficult situations you can do a little bit but then uh move away from it but the way you're talking about it now i would say it seems fine to do that
4: thank you Yes.
0: We really just love people. It just might take a lot of layers of gunk to see for us to see through that that we we really love and respect people even with even the ones that are really confused and are trying to toss their confusion onto us. Hard thing to see. Yes.
3: Wondering um Jens question made me wonder if with the holidays and being around family and falling back into those old roles can we undo what we've been doing been seeing on the cushion?
0: Undo. What do you mean by undo?
3: Uh, Any uh, sense of objectivity that we're noticing on the cushion. Can we lose all that when we go into those old roles, Bowling?
0: I'm not sure if I'm following you. What what is it you want to know?
3: I guess it's uh, assuming that sitting helps us see our projections and yes. emotions more objectively.
0: You can say it that way, yes.
3: And so then when we go back into you know a week with family, into old roles, can we completely lose that objectivity?
2: <laughs> well, nothing lasts. So anything you conclude,
0: like you're more objective, as soon as you do that ego, this, that part of the consciousness that wants to survive is desperate to be somebody. Desperate to be, they'll settle for being wrong, for being ashamed. As long as they get to be somebody, get, be somebody who's wrong, you never can get everything, anything right. So you have to look, be aware of the grasping of that part of the consciousness that wants to validate itself, uh, including validating itself as being more objective. I'm much more objective now than I used to be. Don't bullshit yourself. When I say don't do that, just watch that grasping. Just watch the grasping rather than pushing it away, rather than agreeing with it. When I say don't bullshit yourself, I'm saying you may not be able to help that, but it's about bringing your awareness to an area of the consciousness that it keeps telling stories on top of stories. If the first story comes up, just receive it. But all the other things we lay on top of it so that it's more receivable and so that it It's more obvious that it's somebody else's fault, one of our family members' fault. No one's to blame for this. All dharmas are without blame. Traditional teaching that's been around for centuries. You can't find the first cause of anything.
5: Kayun. Kayun Bowing. One way that meditation is taught a lot in New York City is manifesting. (laughs) which makes me insane and angry and I immediately you can I help you
0: there you were already insane and angry okay
5: (laughs) thank you so much Uh, my question is you also say not to ignore anything and so I'm wondering if there's something about manifesting or visualizing things that is actually worth exploring Bowing.
0: Oh, I think it's worth, I think it's definitely worth exploring uh, awareness or of what is uh, coming and going and what is manifesting what you're manifesting. I think that the awareness part is very powerful and the intention is very powerful, but it's looking for results for, yes, I have done this or I've done that. This is the area that uh, gets just self-centered part of the mind, narcissistic part of consciousness, just delights in having credentials that you're manifesting and you're you're doing something correctly and finally you're you're valuable or at least you're not wasting wasting your time turning into a vegetable
5: more i am bowing so is that almost the converse of what you were just describing about blaming not not praising either bowing what does the word converse mean the 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 sort of seemingly the opposite of it.
0: Is that why they call them conversations?
5: I guess so, because it pongs back and forth between two seeming people. Okay, then yes. Kayin Bowing, what is the... Uh, I feel like I can see why blaming is bad, but w- w- Where? what's the trap in praising people or oneself filing
0: i say a little bit of that is is accurate because you're you're not ignoring dependent origination so you are going to participate a little bit there it's when we overdo it too much praise too much praise is more about us being really an appreciative person rather than actually acknowledging someone you did you did i like what you said up there or or i i like the work that you did on a carpentry project or something so a little bit is workable, but then too much is more about reinforcing the person who's having that kind of an expression. More about identity, me, 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 me,
2: rather than praising someone.
1: Um uh, 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 Sometimes when I'm facing the wall and I... And seeing through my ego thoughts, um, it there seems to be a sense of false separation of 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 like some super ego looking and going, oh, I'm I'm being aware. Um, what is awareness without
0: separation? You don't know you're aware. There'll be no no knower of that. There's just there's just knowing. There's just the fancy word is wisdom. There's just wisdom. And wisdom only sees wisdom, and it's like nothing happens. That's where that teaching comes from. But this happens. This is a. Uh, it's hard for me to talk about it because I start to come apart if I start to talk about. It. I can't talk anymore. Because uh, and it's, a, it's like a because. It's like you see something so clearly that you you can't even comment on this anymore. Because why would I comment on an illusion? It would be that kind of a question if there even were a question. It's unreal. You see it vividly, vivid, as Trungpa Rinpoche says in the Sadhana Mahamudra, vividly, unreal, and emptiness. Yet there's still form. Vividly, vividly unreal, vividly, vividly unreal. It's that unreal. It's so unreal that it's that you feel it everywhere, all the time, everywhere. But there's no person put there anymore. You've dealt with that. It might have taken you half a century. It might have taken you fifteen years. It might have taken you three weeks. I don't know. But uh, you, 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 that which sees is no longer. Uh, in, in, you're not even a human being. It's just consciousness only, and that, because it does not start, because it not does not show up, because it is it is unborn, it does not occur. It goes on forever. Just another relative way of saying something that can't come to an end if it has not had a relative beginning. Whereas the teachings of the Buddha, because you know, a relative situation, are going to come and go. We're just very lucky we've stumbled into them here. I feel.
1: Unyo Bowing, what is it to see through our projections or our objections? Three poisons.
0: You, you just see that they're they're unreal. They're dependently risen, even though they're intense. And you don't, you don't, if, you, if you're seeing, if you're seeing it, if you're seeing through it, then it just, it just comes apart. No, nothing else happens. You, it, it, you could say it just goes away, right? Because it loses its, uh, its position on stage. It just, it's like a, it's it, it, to use a, paint a little picture of it. It's just like a person is on stage and they're acting and they don't like this and they like this and they want that and they don't agree, but they do agree they're on there. And then suddenly the, the, the consciousness that was thought it was somebody just collapses. It, it just comes apart because it can't it can't live without passion, aggression, ignorance, and therefore it just there's just a heap of clothes there. Empty. It's empty of itself, but there's still clothes. It's empty. there, there isn't anyone. Whatever it never was. And you can see this. You can liberate yourself. Your thought process, well, you don't have to stop thoughts. You don't have to have thoughts without a thinker, although that could show up. But you just You just do this. To intend to see this no matter what. Bring yourself. That's what we have the vows. Whether you do them officially or with a preceptor, that's up to you. But return to the teacher, the teaching, and the community. Those are the three that will support you as you go along. Some people need more of the community's, community, Interaction, some need less, some need more of the teacher, some need less. Isan.
6: Isan Bowie. Um, this is a question about that un- the unborn. Yes. Question about walls of the mind. We have so many minds, the mind that is worried about the future and ashamed of the past and planning, effective is the unborn one of those many is is the unborn in with those many minds that we're trying to and and the and when the walls drop is it the unborn that is our place of refuge
0: there is no place anymore there's no refuge and when they drop, the, if you reflect on it for a moment, if, if, it really, if, you really do, if you really see that it's unreal, then nothing has happened. Because if something has happened, then there's an occurrence and there's a before and after of the occurrence. This is why this is so difficult and so challenging to do, uh, to see the truth yourself. And if you see it, it's like nothing happened because what the truth is that everything that you see is unreal. So, and that which sees that is consciousness only, or that which is unborn. It doesn't come into manifestation. So if we went back and talked more about manifestation uh, in the Bronx. You know, we might, might have to go a different direction with it. More, Isan.
6: That that was helpful. I think my question was not very articulate, but your response was is very helpful. I. Th- um, I think the only more would be the, the difficulty of all of those different ways the mind the me thinks and feels and emotes and plans and um, what does it mean to, when the, to live without Walls between all those minds.
0: Then wow. they 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 stop becoming other. Uh, they they and they also don't suddenly become all the same. The the positionality, the locality, in time and space just comes apart, and we see that that was a projection that we actually produced uh, an illusion of past and future, and I and identify with this body mind as somebody who's going somewhere someone who's getting older or someone who's who's getting more clear or is more more realized than they used to be. It's it's as I've said uh, my way of saying it, it's better than that and it's worse as worse than that because you're not it's not a success story. It's heartbreaking. And it's disappointing as it says in my coffee cup, my other one. Disappointment awaits it's disappointing. But do it anyway. Do it. Just do it. Just get your mind, get your, your body-mind complex to the wall and watch. Train yourself to see clearly so when you are interacting, the rest of your, whether it's your family or your community or your uh, coworkers, whatever it may be, is that you're able to receive what is happening there. Not only what they say, but who they are, what, what they fundamentally are doing in this situation. You would be able to see the way people are attached to their body-mind complex as a being, as a person. And that's really—I don't know if it's the only way, but it is a way that you see that you're not, you're not, you're not really attached. You're still a person. Your your personality may, may be maybe more outrageous than ever because you're no longer concerned with how you look. You are not. You don't disregard people's ideas or opinions about you, but you don't believe them, and you don't live your life out of what people think you should do or shouldn't do. And it's it can be challenging in a family where. You're with other people that have have no mind training or even if they do have mind training it's still if you realize what this is there's the positionality the locality just comes away drops away it, it may not go anywhere but it drops away in the sense that you it is it has no reference point there's no reference point to it anywhere i'm trying to think of a food image here it's like it would be like what is that stuff they put on lemon cream pie? The white stuff on the top? Meringue. meringue. It's like mind meringue. It's there, but you can't do much with it. But you could eat it. Just receive, just receive. Whatever it is, receive. Thank you. If you have a question, if you're thank, thank you, and you're welcome. You. If you have a question, please come this way with that, especially if it seems like it's... Uh, uh, if it's coming from
2: Naveed, I'll take it. Go ahead. Naveed, um, you say that nothing sleeps. So what sleeps when we go to sleep?
0: Just the body goes to sleep. The body and, and the mind that, is, uh, that depends on the body for its, uh, for believing in the illusion of space and time and so on. All that goes to sleep, but but who you are never sleeps. Never sleeps. But it won't have a, um, it won't have the relative thing of asleep and awake. It gets, never sleeps, so therefore it doesn't have a contrast with something else. But you're always here. You're always awake. Realize it. You can do that. I'm, I'm not here as a as proof of anything. It's not. I'm not proving anything. I won't. I won't. Proof is about relative stuff that is illu- is an illusion, and the world runs on this. Most of the world is just all in agreement of that. This is this is this, and this is that, and this should be this way. And we need th- We need things like laws because there's so much confusion. We have to have laws and rules to keep certain kinds of energy energy uh, um, in balance or in check, even. But that doesn't, that doesn't validate it, that it's ultimately real. And this is a spiritual path, not a mundane path of success. Nor is it a spiritual path of failure. But it may seem like that for a while because it is so much different than the conventional uh, spiritual materialism where you're trying to get something, trying to get enlightenment. You're trying to get calmness, peace, serenity, kindness, equilibrium, generosity, karuna. You can't get any of that.
2: More Navi, Navi Um, is that mind that you just talked about that goes to sleep? Is that our ego? Yes,
0: yes. It's an aspect of it. Yes, You go to sleep and we wake up. Go to sleep and we wake up, but
2: who we are doesn't sleep. Navi bowing. So, is the ego always asleep? bowing that a trick question. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe just to talk about it relatively. Yes. In terms of being awake. Yes. It seems that it's ego asleep. is always. It's asleep to the truth. It, 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 ego, he, she, they
0: think there's somebody going somewhere, either succeeding or failing or doing really well, not doing so well, getting better, getting worse. All of the variables, are, we, we could all go on and on and name that. Anytime you have any kind of a feeling, emotion, thought, if you push on it, ego. If you grasp at it and try to turn it around or explain it, ego. If you try to shut down, push it away, ego. If you do nothing with it, then it's just it's just a dependent origination showing up uh, in a form in consciousness called what thoughts, emotions. Just come and go. Very intense sometimes pictograms in the mind stream that are looking for a self that thinks that way and if you realize what this is fundamentally realize it then you're not concerned with occurrence what is your concern if you're on this path this path of the Buddha's teaching then you're concerned with uh, helping others who are caught in the In the trap of the mirage, of the belief in their own ideas, opinions, hope and fear, right and wrong, up and down. The world is full of those people. Help them. And maybe the best way to help them is to just respect their confusion. That doesn't mean agree with them. But respect the confusion because they're tied up in knots. They may not be ready to hear. uh, maybe Maybe never, if you want to use that word, or maybe for 1,500 more lifetimes, if there is such a thing and is there probably not just not necessarily on this ball this one's probably coming to an end
2: thank you so much thank you so much
7: you homophobic yeah when close members when close family members dump their negativity on others it creates uh, a separation at least for me i often instead of observing i often think of in their shoes is that a is that a wrong buying
0: uh, uh, could you say a little more uh Yuhang?
7: yes so when i see close family members dump their acti- negativities yes. on others it creates a separation, a, a bigger separation. At least it shows up for me. And for at the moment, I'm aware of I'm leaving the fully observation. Instead, I try to think they suffering or in their shoes. Is that a wrong?
0: No, no. Mm-hmm. Not, you're, what you're describing is just the way awareness can work this way and that way as you practice. Not not at all. Just continue. It's, It's a... It's more, I've said this different ways, I'll say it probably the same way again. It's more about being aware of what's moving in the mind rather than doing anything, right or wrong or extra. We don't need that. The only way you can do something wrong as far as I'm concerned is to not practice. And even that, I would have to respect that. I have people who asked me to function as their teacher many, many years ago. And I mean, 10, 12 years ago. And uh, I haven't heard from them in three or four years. Is that wrong? No, they're doing what they need to do. I, I, from my point of view, uh, I was not done, they were not done as a student, but things did whatever they needed to do, dependently risen, and there went another direction. So it's not incorrect, it's just uh, dependent origination. So, my idea was to help people uh, see the, the prison that they're building around themselves and maybe they found a better way maybe maybe they found a better teacher that's possible so but there's no there's nothing to correct anytime we start saying well this is wrong well you shouldn't have done this shouldn't have done that well relatively maybe you shouldn't have uh, you know when you were eight years old hit your little brother but that's but that that's a very similar kind of thing uh, to go into that and try to work with it by saying that's wrong or this is right or I wouldn't. I wouldn't spend too much time there. The most important thing that you, that I can see that you said is that you're you're working with it. You're working with your family, and you just said you see that uh, a family member is dumping their negativity on somebody else. That's powerful awareness, especially if you do nothing with it. Don't step into it. I'm not saying that you. If it got violent, that you might might have to step in there. But if you just notice that someone's doing that then you could be supportive of both of those people, not by agreeing of them, with them. Uh, it, would, it would be so very situational that I can't really come up with some kind of a protocol for how to handle it, other than receive as much as you can and and respect people's confusion. More? You-Hung?
7: No, not for this. Thank you, Bowen. I have a follow-up question about Kyrie's asking about uh, praising ourselves. I sometimes praise myself for things I do for things I am able to finish before the deadline. So
0: <laughs> like a project you started and you finished it that kind could of
7: thing. Be, Yeah, could be. But uh if I uh, praise myself, how how should I be aware fine?
0: Uh it's just' it's simple just you're just aware that you're doing that. you don't have to change it, correct anything, just be aware of that so anytime you take any position to try to correct or you know the most all of those are um, just keep the whole ping pong match going of relativity right wrong up and down back and forth. the one that i that i uh Emphasize that is that does have some tension in it in the in the relative areas. Get your butt to the wall. Sit down on the cushion. Sit down, hold still. Spend some time there. Spend some time. Just it's it's like you put your mind in neutral and you're just going to let the engine run for a while and watch because if it's if, as long as you're moving your hands or moving your thought patterns or running your your jaw, talking and so on, then it it's just it covers everything up covers up the fundamental nature of what this is. And so that's when I say, don't miss your life by running this way, running that way, fighting, um, going to this, going to that, taking positions, being being right, being wrong, accusing others.
7: Thank you. I have one more question. The question more of uh, self-compassion. So my question is, what's the difference between uh, praising ourselves and self-compassion about
0: Well, praising yourself is just that. You notice that you're, you, you know, something you've been having difficulty with, you're finally, you know, I could say it this way, to could keep it in line with uh, what's happening here, is you, you notice that you were able to sit every day last week. So a little self-congratulation might happen there. Uh, but compassion... Uh, might show up as not giving yourself a hard time when you when you go a whole week without sitting at all. That's, it has to be awareness. If you jump to any conclusion about anything, if someone comes to me and says I, and I say how much are you sitting, because quite often I do that, especially in a private interview, how much do you sit, people often will start right out with saying instead of saying three hours a week, or 15 hours a week, or 22 hours a week, or uh, I haven't sat at all in three weeks. If somebody tells me I haven't sat at all in three weeks, that is not incorrect. That's not something that they're doing wrong, even if they've been a meditator for fifteen years. May, that that is very very situational, and I I teach this a little bit differently than other people, perhaps. But I say you, you know, once you enter this path, you, you're on this path. Especially if you've received these vows and you've decided you're going to do this, you're going to learn this, you're going to study this. You're, you're going to understand the, the Buddha's Dharma, no matter what it takes. If you have that kind of intention, then whatever happens is exactly what needs to happen. Don't look for correct and incorrect. And if you do see correct and incorrect, just look at it. But don't look for it. Look at it, but don't look for it. Otherwise, if it shows up in all of its gleaming majesty, then just just receive, just just respectfully receive everything that comes. Thank you very much. I have no complaints whatsoever. That kind of an attitude, which of course you have complaints. You're upset. Nothing's working. You feel bad. Your neighbors are unruly and your your, your housemate or whoever you live with uh, are causing uh, all kinds of difficulty. But thank you very much. I have no complaints whatsoever. Very, very difficult to do that. And you, and it's, and you notice when you do that, you don't really mean it. But that's not the idea. That's ego stuff so you actually by doing that you actually see the sharp edges of ego coming up and say i don't i don't really care about anybody i don't know what this bodhisattva path is i basically hate people i've had people that are practicing for i'm not exaggerating 30 or 40 years say they hate people i just i'm just tired of people and what do i say Awareness, it's always about awareness, never about what shows up in it. It's the, the awareness that's powerful. It's the sky that is the truth, not the clouds, the sky. Just another kind of a silly metaphor, but it seems to work. If you can see that your awareness about it is what's important. You may have to, and when I say don't miss your life, you may have to acknowledge a lot of really negative, smelly crap in your mind stream that has a source that you can't find. You look for the, for the off switch, there isn't one. You look for the plug. You can't pull the plug. And what, what should you do with that? Just receive it. Just receive it. No matter how it smells, receive it. Be responsible. That's a kind of responsibility that I'm talking about. It's not about blame. It's not about cause and effect that's in your mind stream. But there's no self
2: there.
7: Thank you. Bye.
2: You're welcome.
1: When you're bowing, when is receiving no longer necessary? Bowing.
0: When you see there you're not separate from anyone, then you you may show up as receiving. It may not. May may look more like you're not doing anything. Nothing's happening. One who sees what this is doesn't see anything else. And it's not some kind of fancy woo-woo thing that you're going to write a book about you just know it. You see it, you know it. And it has been said before, uh, way before this old man showed up is uh, it's like, you're not like, you're not here anymore. It's like, you've already passed away. You're already have uh, died because it, because that this is such an illusion and your body is such an illusion. And it's not a, it's not like a, uh, you know, a acid trip or it's, it's not that it doesn't, you know it's not that entertaining. It's, it's actually not so entertaining. It's just flat. but you see it and you see all of the shiny parts and the dull parts and without personalizing anything. You're still here, you still have eyes, you still have ears, you still have fingertips, and you feel, you receive all of this, but there's no one receiving it. There's no personhood anymore. So therefore this is unreal. It's vividly unreal, and intense. more, if you have it. You can go further in that.
1: When bowing, is receiving action vowing?
0: Receiving, there's the ground path and fruition. The ground is suffering. This sucks. What can we do about it? And then there's the path, which is what the Buddha was pointing at. And then there's the fruition. And the ground is suffering. And the path is receiving the suffering, receiving whatever shows up. And awareness, awareness, awareness. What was it? What was your question?
1: Is receiving action?
0: Yes, until until uh, we come to fruition, and then nothing happens, and there there's no one received anything. There was never any receiving done. The whole thing completely comes apart falling, apart, falling apart, falling apart, falling apart. Everything all at once. Nothing to do. It's like saying there's no one to do anything. You might still. Make lunch, you still might back in the floor. You might do you might do all kinds of things. You might watch the seven samurai like we did last night. Mr.
1: <laughs>
2: yes, sir. Kabaling, I have some questions from you too. Brian A. asks Brian Bowing, is the floor real? Are the walls real? What is real?
0: Um, the floor and the walls are relatively real. They're, they're, they're right here. You can take two things and bring them together and then make a third thing, the sound. So the whole thing is a, a participation mystique. It's everything is participating in this illusion, too. it's like a stage set that is really well uh, orchestrated. This is why it's why it fascinates us to see a movies where someone has created a whole illusion of uh, of reality, and we're mesmerized by it. But at, at the same time, we know that eating our pop 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 popcorn, we know that this isn't real, but it's it's just fascinating to us. So we watch it. Uh, your your life is uh, very similar in that way, and the floor is relatively real, but it's ultimately. Um, does is not real it's not substantial it's going away it's uh, it's it's uh, constructed it's the imaginary nature Parakalpata is a fancy word for that so the, the, just to go into those three there's the the uh, the uh, dependently arisen and then there's the imaginary uh, nature uh, paratantra para uh, Parikalpada, and then there's uh, Paranishmana, which is the ultimate understanding or the perfected nature where you see Paratantra, you see what those are and, and this is then you see reality, which is not anything at all. You, there's nothing there in, there has to be an otherness, there has to be a viewer and something viewed in order, in order for via, uh, the, the illusion of duality to continue. And if you train your mind to see there's no solid self, the next thing it shows up, there's no solid other. And it's just consciousness only. So things may be coming and going, but they're unreal. You're no longer particularly concerned about, as you've heard me say a few minutes ago, about how you feel. This doesn't mean that your heart isn't breaking. When I say you're, I'm saying in this mind stream, but you're not concerned. You see, you see deeply why. You see the dependent origination of why that is showing up in that way. Because it is dependently risen, not because it
2: has any kind of special... Authority. Brian A has some more questions. Is awakening part of dependent origination? If so, is it true there's no choice to make whether to practice or not? Um, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> How's that for dependent origination?
0: As long as there's a being sitting here, that's what's that's. My response to that is, I respectfully listen to your question, but the way you the way you've tied up a knot there, you, there there's no way it's like you, you're so interested uh, in, in getting some kind of a relative statement that will uh, support your wherever it is you're trying to go with this, which is to be somebody getting somewhere understanding something. It's worse than that. So if I come back to the question, What was the question? Read it again.
2: Is awakening part of dependent origination? No. If so, is it true there's no choice to make whether to practice or not? Yes. And then he also asked, will it happen on its own? There is no own.
0: It's own. That's like its own over there and its own over here.
2: No, it won't.
0: You need to have the intention. Without the intention, it circles. I want it, I don't want it, I want it, I don't want it. First millennia, 400 years. Long time. And yet, nothing happens. No, there's no time. But if you look at it from the point of view of time, then there's 400 years. Or then there's whatever that collection of that structure of reality, the the illusion of space, the illusion of, fr- from here to there, time, the illusion of uh, a kind of dimension. This is why I often talk about the invention that I came up with many years ago about the purple alligator in the kitchen. It's I just created that in everyone's mind, or I reminded you that I created it 15 years ago. And it's is that real or unreal? It's always there. Interesting area about consciousness. There's some aspect of consciousness that is eternal. uh, That's a relative statement about something that's very, very difficult to even comment on. But it's not so much that it's internal, eternal. It's that it's the whole construct of time is seen through. So, of course, there isn't anything that is eternal. And, of course, nothing lasts. You would have to look at it that way. Otherwise, we're
2: caught in one end or other end of the teeter-totter. Seesaw. Gabriel bowing? Yes sir. when we um when we're engaging with media, there's uh, often images and stories that are being shared about the horrors of humanity and what we are inflicting on each other. When we feel the despair of it, what should we do with that? Just feel it. bowing when when we feel that and it becomes overwhelming are we to keep engaging with it I mean should we keep watching CNN yeah should we keep watching
0: a little bit stay, stay with the world don't go to the mountaintop close the door to the cave and stay there and try to attain enlightenment there do it here do it right in the environment we have enough we have our own temporary cave right here starts up every morning Sit down, hold still, watch the movement, and get up, go, take out the garbage, uh, wash dishes, vacuum the floor, talk with other people, study the Dharma as it's been taught down through the centuries, agree, disagree, however you want to uh, do that. Ask questions of the teacher, listen to what the teacher says, consider what the teacher says. I don't know if you can do the... I don't know if you can see fundamentally what this is without a teacher, but the teacher may not do anything other than just push you so that you keep saying, no, right here, look here. No, don't look over there. Look right here. That might, might be all they do because you have to see it. And you, if you have a dense fog of projections and ideas and conclusions and opinions that are coming from beginning of this time, starting, uh, not starting, but going, starting and, immediately with how you were treated by your mom or how you were treated by uh, someone in your whole family or cultural milieu that was really suffering themselves horribly and didn't know what to do with it other than get rid of it by inflicting it on others, by way of abuse, by way of anger, by way of backhanding you, all of that stuff. They're they're suffering too. This This would give you a little bit of a clue in a very strong relative and distasteful way that this is all risen. this causes that, causes that, causes that not just someone backhanding you, causing you to fall down and feel hurt or threatened or uh, insecure or uh, unsafe for your childhood but it's, it goes even further than that, it's an, an incredible ex- extent to which this happens right into people like they're doing today trying to take over things, try to uh, return to what the Second World War with all of that stuff that
2: happened there. I need to do that again.
0: So, watch the news a little bit, but not too much. And if you need to do something about that, then Go ahead and do it. I wouldn't say don't do this or don't carry a protest sign or or write a letter to your congressman. Of course, participate in that, but do it also and train your mind so that so that the so that you're not doing what most of the world is doing is shoving their negativity onto others through blame, shoving their negativity onto others, through trying to control them, uh, trying to push them, pull them with whatever with money, with power, with whatever. Don't do it. But I know who you are, so you're so you're responsible for any negativity that arises in your mind in your male mind stream
2: and you're not particularly blaming anyone more I suppose I'm particularly asking about um something that happened earlier for me today is yes, watching, watching a mother holding her child uh, yes. dying yes and We're not to hold it, or push it away. What's your
0: question? I heard you. I might have thought that was on the news.
2: I might have seen it myself. What's your question? What are we to do when the pain is too overwhelming?
0: I could say many things that you may have thought of. Change channels. Look at but be aware that you're doing it. see awareness that's important, not staying there and looking at that no matter what, so eventually you go as crazy as the person who created such a thing, but just perceive that as much as you can, get to the wall as much as you can, train your mind to see clearly, study with a community of people who are have a are all different personalities. That's why studying with Sangha is like these are beef people if you're these people will not be your friends, they're spiritual friends, so therefore. It may not particularly be comfortable to be around all the time. But when you say, I, I'm not trying to disagree with what you're saying, because I do understand what you're saying, but there are, there are mothers and children dying everywhere. They're right down here in our hospital, a few blocks away. That could be happening today. Uh, but the causes and conditions there uh, don't have that political situation where we're suddenly all enraged about the otherness who won't straighten up and fly right and do the right thing. It's a hard one. I could, I could, uh, my father was killed in World War II, was shot by, uh, shot off the back of a tank by a German uh, machine gun and uh, died at age 26. But I'm not blaming the Germans for that, the whole nation or any, or any particular person. It's just, there, there is no explanation for that other than that's unreal. And it's vividly unreal because it happened. Just like what you saw, the child. It's not about, you just don't think about it necessarily, but it's just go ahead and feel that. And then train your mind so that anything you do in the world uh, won't add to that kind of uh, passion, aggression, ignorance, confusion, and disturbance, warfare. People tend to go to war. With, if they see a really, what,
2: illegal war? It's <laughs> kind of a silly thing to say. Yeah, that, that war is illegal. Let's get one of those legal wars where it's okay to kill people. So
0: we just want to be right. And, and there are whole political parties that will be happy to help you with that. Moral. You, you answered. Okay. Thank you. Train your mind. wholesale. Watch what moves. See the
2: truth yourself. Is there a final question anywhere? And thank you for all of these questions, Susan. You don't have a question,
8: um, Susan Bowing. So my question is this: um, I heard you say to see you need to something like you need we need you, we need to see who we are, so we can't be fooled by anyone, or maybe you said anything, but h- how do we know we're being fooled, bowing?
0: We start to take a position on anything based on this, on coming to any kind of a conclusion about anything. It's not that there aren't relative conclusions. If you're in a house and you smell smoke, you probably should leave the house because it could be on fire. Those very simple things are happening all the time, all over the place. You, you're being abused by your boss. Maybe you need to quit that job, or in a relationship similar situation. So I'm not sure where how I can how I can uh, say something more would be more helpful. Maybe if you have a different angle on that question,
8: Susan Bowing. Thank you. So are we always being fooled by everything that's in front of us? Yeah.
0: Bowing. Yes, unless you see what it is. And if you see what it is, then you, you don't take positions on anything anymore because you see that everything is dependent. Everything is in, you actually see it. This is a, in the, the three natures. This is called uh, the perfected nature. It's just that you see dependent origination. You see the imaginary addition. A dependent origination is something that arises in your mind un, unbeckoned or unasked for. And then you add your, your comments to it or your condiments. You talk, it's this, it's this, it's because of this. I shouldn't feel this way. I should feel this way. Well, if, here here I go again. All the other comments that, that causes this dependent origination to have some kind of special relative validity in your mind stream, simply put. And to see what this is, which you can do through the sitting practice of meditation, study of the Buddha's Dharma, the awakened truth that the Buddha taught, and that is being taught here. Is you can see the truth yourself, and then the, the warfare just stops because there's no there's no duality. You need two things. You need uh, right and wrong, up and down, back and forth, success and failure, subject object. And when you when that is seen through, you you just see that everywhere you look, you don't see you don't see an enemy anywhere. You don't even see a friend anywhere. You don't see anything other than consciousness. And how does that show up? It shows up as, as your own mindstream whether it has stuff running around in circles in it or not, it doesn't matter. You're not no longer concerned with how it feels, how your personal feelings are happening. Until that happens, you will be uh, at the mercy of your emotions, your feelings, your thoughts, your opinions, your judgments, your evaluations, your hope and your fear, on and on and on, like most of the world is running on that, right and wrong. There's no such thing. And so the right. way... Go ahead, please. You.
2: No,
8: I don't want to interrupt you.
0: You already have. Go ahead.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Susan Bowing. So Sokazan, listening to you, I wonder why do we take things so seriously? Why do we take things so seriously? Uh, bowing.
0: It's I would I would go back to a similar answer I gave a little while ago was fear, the fear, uh, fear of being wrong, fear of being put upon, fear of disappearing. Fear that our consciousness, our presence—that which uh, we're looking in the mirrors, we're brushing our teeth—that that that reality that is so intense and so strong and is reinforced by everything from a from a migraine to uh, banging our elbow against the cabinet and and hurting our our elbow and we're constantly because of cause and effect and relative truth constantly saying uh, saying to us that we're here and you're doing something and you can do you can make a mistake and you, you should be appreciated or you shouldn't be disrespected and all of the different uh things that run around in our mindstream fear fear of being criticized fear of being wrong uh you've even mentioned before something about fear of being speaking up in the in the uh dharma study groups that we have when we're studying a particular book uh, you're not now now you're you're, you've adjusted to that, and you're participating. But for a while there, you were you were hesitant about speaking up um, because you. My my interpretation, or my memory, is uh, not maybe what you would say now, but that you were concerned about you might not be under you might not really understand what was even being discussed. Discussed was
2: that was that correct? Uh,
8: Susan Bell, yes. I mean, I was afraid. Maybe somebody had already asked the question and I hadn't been paying attention. Maybe I wasn't smart enough to understand the material. You know, all those ridiculous stories that your mind tells you why you shouldn't do something about.
0: Yes, yes that's, uh, that's ego, fear of being. And if you see if you see what this is, I mean, I don't know how else to say it. It's about the simplest way you can say it. If you see that you're not separate from anything. There is no, this is an illusion. Then that part of the illusion that functions as a self or as an ego uh, is it's 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 also unreal. Everything is unreal. So you don't even if someone uh, makes fun of you, uh, you you see some humor in it. Uh, Even if someone is critical of something you said or did, that's why I used to say and still say occasionally. I say if you if you see bullshit over here, I say come and get me. I'm not. I don't want to fight with you. I'm saying, but if you Let's let's help each other. Let's learn. If you see where somewhere where I'm uh, trying to get you to join my cult or get you to believe something I'm saying, then then let's talk about this. Let's do this together. It's a spiritual path. And as far as I'm concerned, the Sangha is about communication, not about covering up and everybody follow the party line. This is quite often what, what was happening in Shambhala. Uh, it, was a, it was a great organization. The, the teacher was my was my uh, uh, root teacher guru, and so powerful. It's just that the, eventually it got so that if you didn't follow the party line, then they would you know they wouldn't really t- talk with you and communicate with you. It Happened to me. I was actually relieved of my position as a as a longtime student of Thangpa by uh, uh, someone who was a secretary to uh, well just told me to stop doing that, so I did stop, in other words, stop uh, teaching a a study group that was a uh, shambala based so, but there's no it doesn't have to be any warfare about it. We could just uh, we could just re- relate with a warfare that's in your mind without without outflows, and that's hard. in other words, don't blame anybody for how you feel. your feelings are yours even if it's an obvious thing that they've done or said. That anybody and standing in the room would agree, yeah, they, they were abusing you or being disrespectful to you. That's that would be a hard lesson, especially when you have agreement.
7: How can we understand the pain that might be from past past lives, even though it's also dependent reason? Bao
0: yeah, understanding needs to be uh, based on just on consciousness or awareness. Just receive it. It's just a, a ball of something, a thought, a memory, a clump of something that is arising in the mind that we can sense there's some kind of separation to it. And just, just receive that. That is that is part of the entire matrix of uh, dependent origination and of uh, of the, the imaginary nature or the ego style of pushing, pulling, shutting down, opening up. Cursing this and praising that, blaming, praising all of this structure that happens. It's all reified, justified by all of us talking about it and chattering and visiting with each other. This is why the, I think, I feel that the book studies are so valuable. We take something like the Diamond Sutra or the Heart Sutra or the teachings of, of any, of any uh, teaching or any teacher in the past or in the present, and we take those and we talk about them we We share our understanding and our lack of understanding it seems to be very helpful. It certainly has helped me over the last long period of time.
7: Thank you. I have one more question if possible. I want to understand the dying child in in the mom's arms, just for example, and you mentioned that at the when the question arose, you mentioned that there are many people are dying. just this is the this is what's happening. So when, when I hear that, somehow I felt I was not able to uh, totally emerge in the situation, just deeply in the situation. Somehow something blocked my heart. Say, oh, there's so many deaths, even at this moment. So could you, could you help me what blocked my heart when I hear that just sentence? All you ha-
0: it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is. The, the cause... It's just that if you go to cause and you're looking for other than you increase the polarity of it. It's not that there wasn't a relative cause. Of course there is. But if you go there, you're trying to repair or fix or stop blocking. Be aware of it. Just be aware. Be genuine. I've not gotten rid of anything. I'm the same pile of confusion that I was. Decades and decades and decades ago, it still comes and goes still looking for somebody that gives a damn about it. The only thing I care about is to help you. I want to help you see your true nature. I'm, that's what I'm here to do. If you want that kind of help, I'm all about that. And if you want to do something else, I'm all about supporting you there. There's, there's Thank no, you. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you for the question. And let me say, before we uh, close, I want to say that what you're telling me, what I'm hearing, what I, what I receive from you, and I receive quite a bit, you know, even the people that aren't asking questions that just have a have a uh, uh, what do they call those avatars? They have an avatar up there. I'm receiving from those two. I'm not thoughts. I'm not talking about thoughts or content or biography. I'm just talking about receiving, receiving everything. Everything is this. Everything is this. You can't hide out. There is no no hiding place or anything. So what I'm hearing from you. It's not particularly a compliment, but I think you are doing what you need to do. Uh, I, I don't have anything to say to you to adjust you this way or that way. Just continue. Return to the teacher what you're doing. Return to the teaching what you're doing. Return to this community or the sangha what you're doing. And then the same thing happens in your family situation. Just receive as much as you can. You may not be a success story to yourself, but you don't have to be a success story. There is no success spiritual uh spiritual progress is not is not relative that's materialism the, the progress that's happening there is uh, that you just continue return return as long as you're alive return thank you so much thank you thank you for coming for attending this dharma talk thank you for all of your help in supporting this community both by attending by practicing and by financially supporting us We need your help. Please continue if you can.